Hello and welcome to the Wonky Gamer Podcast, episode Nes Classic, Too Steep. In this episode, we will be discussing the gaming news, our thoughts on the death of demos, and our thoughts on the steep open beta. I'm Steph, and here is... Ferg. Hi. I want to get this over and done with so I can have another look at steep on my machine this week. <laughs> Rami. Hello. And Mr. Dud. Hi. So, I suppose we better start off with a bit of gaming news. Uh, one of the main things we talk about in our um, very funny punny title, which isn't really that funny, is the NES Classic <laughs> uh, has been uh, sold out and there's some dodgy dealings going on um, on Amazon and all over really. So, yeah, the, the, the NES Classic was basically a... a a re-issuing sort of, of the original NES, but it's kind of smaller, got like smaller like controllers, uh, which are really not very, like, they don't go very far from the console, so they're yeah. not that great in terms of... Well, there's a simple way around that, get a longer HDMI cable, because it now has an HDMI socket. Yeah, no, I know, but the actual controller leads themselves are really short. Um, but so anyway. you can't exactly you can't exactly leave it underneath the television and sit on the other side of the room. No, you've got to sit right in front of the television and stare into the glaring light of doom. That's kind of exactly. annoying. Their little heads. But it was really cheap. It was like fifty quid uh, when when it first came out. It's got fifty games sort of preloaded on it. Um, it'll never have any more. I don't think it's, it's like. Uh, it's not fifty. That, it's thirty. Out. Oh, 30? 30, 30, yeah. 30 games. Uh, but it, it's some good games, isn't it? It's, it's Zelda like and Mario. And... Yeah, m- yeah, a lot of the uh, sort of classic Nintendo back catalogue are on there. And it was it's a really, you know, they it would have been a really good be. idea for, for a Christmas present for people or, you know, that, that kind of thing. I think that's why it's sold out so quickly as well. Well, I mean... Uh, um, Horrible introduction to children to console gaming, as opposed to introducing them to PCs and learning how computers actually work. Yeah, but if you just want your kids, then they could be young. Um, I know mine are sort of. Well, Nate will be ten on Boxing Day. Lily's seven, and just for an introduction to look, this is what games used to look like. You don't know you were born, kids. (laughs) (laughs) It'd make a nice Christmas present. But unfortunately, yeah. my ex didn't have the, the forethought of planning to go and pre-order one. And if she'd even asked and said she'd intended this, I could have told her, oh, if you don't pre-order it, you won't get one. Mm. <laughs> so now, your only options uh, are on eBay or Amazon, where people that did grand. think ahead to pre-order are now going, I can make loads of money on these that people are desperate to get for their kids before Christmas. Excellent. I think Ooh, Amazon's got is more like thirty to forty year olds for this console. I think Amazon's selling more. them. Yeah, probably. I'd, yeah, I'd Amazon's selling a fair whack. Yeah, Amazon's selling them at like one hundred and twenty quid oh, for a console that yeah. you can buy for fifty quid if you pre-order. Or if you even I mean, wait. Well, yeah, wait until they come out. I mean, no, Nintendo were trying to fulfil the demand for it, but they, they didn't know think it was going to be this gonna, much. I don't think it was going to. Don't think they thought it was going to be this popular. Which is why yeah. I think they've done a limited run to start off, just to test out how it go, 
that way doing pre-orders only and then they've gone oh dear do you no, think I they'll mean, bump I, up I, the I, retail I, price when they realise what they're on to here mm, from 50 no, quid No, they've already set the bar. They've said this oh, is well, how in that much case. we say it's worth. But it, it does lead on to the, the idea of uh, a lot of people are saying they'd love to see the, the Super Nintendo done as a, a classic mini version. Now that will be more, because that's a oh, separate item. God. Well, I mean, I think it was a really good idea. I mean, I wonder whether they planned for it to sell out so more people wanted to buy it when they re-released it anyway. Cre create a demand for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going to be like... Demand. Well, there's a better idea. Get everybody onto computers and learn what an emulator is. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. It's just not as easy, though, as your, your kids or just your... Just plugging uh, it in. 40-year-old, going to the train Bell on learn. Christmas Day, opening it up and going, oh, wicked! Hours of retro fun. And plugging it in. Back in my day, we had to go. learn to use U-Torrent and all sorts of shit <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> I never used U-Torrent, I'm, you know... Um, on, on the subject anyway. of emulators, um, <laughs> it kind of ties into the new stuff coming up later on as well, but uh, apparently Pokemon Sun and Moon has already been emulated. Rit <laughs> oh, oh, I know why. Because it's um, it hasn't got any 3D, has it? Uh, I don't know about that. Say. But yeah, it's it's been out in the rest of the world, everywhere but Europe, uh, for <laughs> six years, about twenty days. Uh, and someone's already apparently emulated it. God. <laughs> well, it saves you pain for it, I guess. Yeah, I suppose, but. Yeah, it's a bit no. dodge, though, would it really? It's dodgy. It'll it's probably well be dodgy. buggy as hell. Of hell. course, it'll be dodgy. <laughs> it'll be dodgy as all hell. It's not official release, so for dying. Yeah, but you know, I mean, and it'll be it'll, by now. It will be riddled with viruses. Oh God, yes. God knows how much spyware's in there. I wouldn't touch that with mine, <laughs> or probably not even one of yours. No, I certainly wouldn't touch it with yours, Ferg. Oh, thanks, man. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> That's mighty fine of you, sir. Loving you. Loving you lots. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> right. Don't leave that there. Like that. Dishonored uh, 2. Uh, no one's actually got it yet, because we're all poor. Yeah, fair uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to, mind you, sorry, I'm just going to throw this one in there. I've got a fucking job! Yeah! Yes, big congratulations be... to Ferg. Yeah, I'm finally going to actually get some money in. So, yeah, I will actually get around to reviewing something again in the too-distant future, as opposed to playing horrific amounts of Fallout 4 with all the DLC. <laughs> but, it, uh, come on, it's Fallout 4. You can go back to there. I've now logged in excess of 350 hours. I'm quite proud of that. And I haven't even touched the mods yet. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the modding there, the creation kit. I'm so looking forward to it. But yes, a job means money, which means games. Yeah, games and stuff. Stuff. Well, I'm doing something wrong then, because I've got a job. I still ain't got no <laughs> monies. Yeah, that's the other catch that you get is uh, a distinct lack of time. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> time I'm going to be working. There's something going terribly amiss here. I think that's part of the problem. I could be starting as early as six and ending as early as uh, as late as nine uh, on the night. So, uh, yeah. So, yes. 
See, all my, all my money is now going on board games, because <laughs> I've gained a recent obsession with that. <laughs> That's a good obsession to have. I, I highly recommend that. Yeah. Actually, th this is a bit of an off note. Um, uh, funny story. I've actually managed to get hold of an, my original childhood my board game. Oh. Sorry. Pause. 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 Actually, yeah, I'll just quickly tell you what I'm, what I was about to say. Uh, I've actually just reacquired my childhood board game of Advanced Hero Quest. Advanced Hero. I still got. I think I still got a copy. Some. No, I, I haven't. Oh, no. It is insane. The only thing that's actually missing from it is all the Skaven models. Yeah, someone's probably butchered it for an army. Yeah, you say butchered it, but it's got it's got all the it's got twice as many board pieces in it than it should have. It's like two copies of Advanced Hero Quest were thrown together. <laughs> they bought two copies of the game and butchered it and took out an army. half the models and left a bunch of Hero Quest stuff in there. Yeah, so they they wanted as in, an not army. advanced as in the original Hero Quest. <laughs> yeah, someone's tried to make an army. Shit! <laughs> Someone's <laughs> trying to make a scape an army. Brilliant! I love it. I totally, totally, totally approve. There, there is a scape an army. There are rules for scape armies in uh, Warhammer. They are, of course, there is. They are a race of their own. They just went for the cheap option instead of buying uh, bo two yeah, boxes a couple of plastic packs. They're like forty quid a, a piece to get ten models. They've got like forty models for forty quid a piece. Uh, yeah, good. well, to be honest, you only get something like uh, six Skaven models in each copy of uh, Advanced Hero Quest, the original board game. So, if they've had two, if they've had two boxes worth, they've had twelve. That's actually a full unit in Fantasy Battle. Yeah. <laughs> good on them. Good. Good. I'm glad they've got a, whoever it was. Well played. I'm so glad that they chose Skaven because they make for a fantastic army. I'm actually half-dented to go looking at the, Sk the, the the recent Skaven in Warhammer Fantasy, especially after Vermintide. I so enjoyed it. Sorry, gentlemen. No, no. Cool. No worries, man. It's all good. This is how it works. Rami, just so you know, what I've basically just told them, in short, is I've just found my um, childhood copy of Advanced Hero Quest. Oh, nice. It was actually, just so you guys know, it was actually sat up in a friend's grandfather's loft. Sadly, um, his grandfather has passed away, and he was a lovely, lovely bloke. Mm. But they've been clearing out the attic space, and they actually happened upon it, and we... The darndest thing is, most of the miniatures in there were my original ones. I can tell because the paintwork on it is shit. <laughs> <laughs> the paintwork on the miniatures are absolute gash. There is even a very old Grenadier model sorcerer in there. As in Grenadier models from way back where I, maybe I'm... Okay, maybe I'm just being a bit old here. But it's it was actually all in there. It was marvellous. The... I'm actually having to try and source a PDF of the rules because the, yeah, it doesn't look like the rule book survived. But uh, otherwise, yes, it was absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, that board game changed the way I looked at games as a whole. The, all games ceased to be snake and ladders. It wasn't just about how well you rolled the dice, which is pure chance and race to the end of the board. Nope. 
now players didn't have to compete they could cooperate and that just that was everything yeah. changed had, everything for me i had the regular well, hero quest and space crusade as well a, a big weekend of gaming uh, my mates from sheffield came over and we uh, played another couple of games of our risk legacy campaign which is just so awesome so Watch Dogs 2 um, that's come out um, they've had a few played it yet. <laughs> they haven't played it but I've heard about a few issues that Brammy mentioned to me about um, yeah, the multiplayer they, being turned off they turned off the multiplayer because there were bugs with it and a lot of people have been really excited about getting straight into the multiplayer and of course it, it's been delayed I don't know whether it's since been patched and released because uh, Watch Dogs only came out on the 15th and no it definitely wasn't multiplayer ready on the 15th though that, you know what that's actually a bit of a disappointment but it also comes a uh, kind of glad tidings for me because if I am on, if I'm gonna go ahead and get this game I want to know that all the multiplayer options are actually there yeah Gives you a bit of time. If you know what I mean, it's yeah. I can't afford the game now. This, so yeah, if I'm gonna go ahead and buy this one, since I wasn't really taken with the first one, I just couldn't get into it for some reason, and I really wanted to. Um, but this one, I'm kind of got higher hopes for. Yeah, I'm really willing to go back to this. I quite enjoyed the first one. Um, no, it's it kind of Assassin's Creed meets Grand Theft Auto. Um. <laughs> So yeah, no, it was. I quite enjoyed it, but I didn't go into it expecting full-on C plus plus hacking that everyone yeah. else was expecting. I was, I was it, it's, already it's expecting arcade the, hacking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's one-button hacking. It's not a hacking simulation. No, it's an adventure game that is based around hacking. Yeah. So it's essentially a sandbox game with mini games stashed all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I, to the theme. I thoroughly enjoyed some of the mini games for the the in-game phone. I'm I'm still hold uh, to the fact that I think <laughs> that Spider Tank should be a game in its own right. <laughs> it was that fun. If, it was brilliant. A big mechanical <laughs> tank, and your mission is to just cause havoc. But I could see an application for that, like a, a Ghost in the Shell style game where you've got a big spider tank and. Uh, you can get in and out of it and run around uh, like an Assassin's Creed game or, or Watch Dogs. Isn't that mm, Titanfall with a spider tank? In fact, yeah, Titanfall with a spider, that would be awesome. Um, I'll be honest with you, I am completely uninterested in Watch Dogs 2. Ah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Completely uninterested. What's put you off it? There's only one... Uh, open world game of that type uh, in terms of you know kind of with uh, first person not first but third, third person. person shooting mechanics and stuff like I'm not going to include any Bethesda games in this this point yeah. so I think they're quite different but the only Rockstar are the only people that have made a game that I thoroughly enjoyed like there's the odd Assassin's Creed that's been okay but in, in my opinion like the story in most of these games is absolutely shocking um, and that's why I would play them. So it's like even Just Cause 2, which has some amazing like mechanics and stuff, and is really fun to play, like gameplay-wise. Like for me, like story is really important. And I Watch Dogs 2 to me, like it 
seems like more of the same gimmick, but they're trying to make it a bit cooler. And I, I'm just not that interested in it. I'd rather have something with like a solid story than like. To me, it comes across as it's basically quite superficial in the sense it's trying to kind of look cool. Well, it, um, it's interesting, Steph, that you're mentioning about story specifically for Watch Dogs 2 and Ubisoft because they're turning around and saying, oh, we don't want to lead players by the, the story anymore. They're wanting to step back from that more and, I guess, which rely more on totally emerging gameplay Ubisoft and multiplayer. From now on. So does that mean that they're basically going to start aiming towards MOBAs then? No, Why probably multiplayer. Just multiplayer games, which is a shame. So, oh, so they, so Ubisoft are just gonna base. Oh, in that case, the, what are they worried about? They haven't had to worry about it before. They've been doing Tom Clancy for a billion years. Well, yeah, I don't the, think the statement that we're moving away from story-based games is just like, well, what about all those people that aren't all that interested in running around and stabbing each other? Or yeah, just where the single-player go? Thing is, I'm not that interested in tactile. You're not bringing that up again, are you, <laughs> But I'm, I'm telling you, really, I'm I'm not really interested in tactile multiplayer. Like they yeah. did it with Mass Effect, they've done it with Assassin's Creed and things. Like, yeah, I'm not interested in it. Like because it's always like the type of multiplayer that they've invested uh, a bit of time in and resources. Like people play it for like three hours, then we'll never touch it again. Like it's just a bit stupid. Well, like. It's daft because the the whole genre is well third person action adventure, and they're effectively saying, "Yeah, people don't want to adventure anymore; they just want action." Uh, so does that mean that that all of the stuff that we're going to see is basically more Tom Clancy? Then is that all they're going to be concentrating on, where they can do more of the division, where they attack? You know, let's be perfectly honest: there isn't a story there. It's just murder everybody everywhere. No, I get done the impression that. Say the, their existing franchise, Watch Dogs 2, the next iteration of it, Watch Dogs 3, won't really have that much of a story, but you'll still be able to do all the, I guess, bits. A giant sandbox. Like, yeah, it's just going it's to, a to create your own fun. And I think there's, yeah, just... there's just too much relying on sandbox games. There are other game types out there. We don't just have to play in a sandbox. But, I mean, you see this with Rockstar as well, right? Like, I mean, Rockstar making shitloads of money off GTA Online. A lot of people like that kind of online sandboxy stuff. It's true, like, but personally, the best thing Rockstar did with GTA for me was the, the single player. That's why I yeah. bought it. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people want to just, like, you know, have that sandboxy world. I, I can understand that. Like, I can get, I can understand it. I mean, for me, it's too limited because it's yeah. always, like, 32 players on a in a on a map or something like it's not really if I wanted to play a, a massively open world sandbox game I'd want to play with like a whole server full of people and when I say server I mean like MMO level yeah really. are you talking Final Fantasy 15 no yes you are I'm not <laughs> but you what would if... prefer to as opposed to play Watch Dogs 2. You'd rather be hitting Final Fantasy oh, 15. Oh, what, in terms of a single-player game? Yeah, yeah, but in terms of a multiplayer game, no. Like, I absolutely hate Final Fantasy 14 and... and um, is it 11? Because you didn't like yeah. the stories? Or because you didn't like the engine? Or no, you didn't no, like no, the characters? No, 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 because they were MMOs. Like, and it's as simple as that. 
Yeah, I just you prefer to... a more intimate adventure, purely solo player game. Well, Final well, Fantasy's if, if... always been up until then about the the story, these great epic worlds and situations, and it's always been focused on that. Yeah, and never been about meeting up with your friends and doing anything kind of social. No. But I can do that by playing. Are you saying that Final Fantasy shouldn't? Go for the MMO do what angle. It's best, but I think, like, I mean, again, it, like, it's it's all about personal taste. If I want to play an online game about gameplay, yet, like, I'll do it competitively, and that means I have to invest it all in one game. Like, like a lot of people will just hammer the crap out of Overwatch or League or something. Yeah. Like, I don't need any more games to like min max and spend loads of time on. Like, I've already got one. Like, I don't, I don't have the time for it. <laughs> well, the other that side, personal investment, isn't it? Yeah, I can't be bothered to learn a whole new. This game. is the reason why I want to see more single-player games, or at least single-player games that have a co-op element, so your friends can play together. That I like the idea and, of. Yeah, and I want to see more of the single-player gaming turning up because, at the end of the day, that's why you bring writers in in the first place, right? And at yeah. the end of the day, we get better stories. I, I'd, I'd rather be playing in. Uh, I'd rather be playing in somebody else's idea, somebody else's imagination of a kingdom, than in the most generic thing they could come up with this month. What are they going to do? Start buying into movie titles again? Are we just going to see coin up after coin up of some movie that seems to be doing well, or it happens to be this summer's blockbuster? Sorry, no thanks. Well, the other... no, but I mean, take, no. take Bioware for example, like a company that's specifically known for making great story. Why are they wasting t like money and time on a multiplayer aspect that people like people aren't going to yeah. like play the game for that? It's not going to happen. Why are there so many games out there that are assuming people are going to put so many hours into that? The casual market's obviously still thriving. Is it really that big a market? Are people really throwing that much money at games they simply aren't going to be able to play that much? <laughs> well, I think people have Call of Duty. They have League of Legends. They have Overwatch. They, I'm, you know, there's Battlefield as well. Like, there's there's some big players already who have multiplayer cornered, and you can come out with something new, like you know, like 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 Overwatch did. It's like That's oh, we're kind of part MOBA, part part shooter, right? It's, and they're all by Blizzard. But they're talking about tagging on a, oh. a campaign mode for that. I yeah. heard somewhere. Lovely jubbly. Which. I think that's a, a brilliant idea. Well, Makes me want to take a second look at it. They're not the first company to do that. Um, if you look at Titanfall 2, that was a multiplayer game, and they've put a story mode in it. Okay, it's not the longest story in the world, but I thoroughly enjoyed playing it, um, and I'm yeah. really hoping that it does well, and that they look at it and go, well, we've got multiplayer down. The first game was all multiplayer. The second game, we tweaked it and added story mode. The third game, I'd like to see more story modes because they've got the multiplayer sorted. All they've got to do is just balance it now for the new stock, new titans that they put in, and the new mechanics and all this. More stories for the, for that game, definitely. I would love to see more story on that. But it's it's a multiplayer game that's gone over to story mode, which is a nice change. And and like you're saying, it looks like Overwatch might be doing that as well. 
But yeah, no, I... Speaking of just moving away from the story, I looked at my Steam queue recently, and there were, what, ten games to look through in there? And out yeah. of ten games, the majority well, of them were all, this is a sandbox survival game, etc., etc. It's like, well, how have you decided I want to look at all these games? And have you purchased any? Uh, Did you buy Seven Days to Die? No, I've not bought that yet. Terraria? Yes, go. that will go <laughs> for it because it's a sandbox game. Minecraft? Yeah. No, the Minecraft doesn't go through but Steam. I've got Civ in there as well, so where are my strategy games? Have you gone looking for them much? Mm, a little. Have you, added them to, have you added a few to your wish list? Because that's what builds up the crazy. algorithm for you. Ah, you see, this is why I go through my queues a lot. This is where I get my research from <laughs> most of the time, just to find half the stuff. It just go through a few Steam queues, like maybe one a day, and I find, you know, as soon as something like MechaZoo turns up, which it just did, uh, you know, you spot these things and you go like, all oh, right, okay, fine. Owlboy, that's turning up, and Silence by Daedalic Games, and that looks really nice. That looks very pretty. Yes. <laughs> very story orientated as well, so Good. that's a thing that kind of caught my eye because it, uh, it it advertised itself as something of a dark fantasy, sort of a point and click. So, hmm, okay, and it's Daedalic Entertainment. So, yeah, you caught my interest right there. <laughs> I love just seeing what these guys come out with. Steady engines as well, love it. But yeah, there yeah. does seem to be a plethora of games that. Uh, just moving away from story. Have we all moved away from it? No, never. No. We can't. Otherwise, how the hell are you going to sell your game? Yeah, Come on. What, Why what, do you think we buy Fallout 4? Yeah, I mean, I, bought, I buy Fallout 4 because the vaults, the story, there's so many stories, the sub-quests, everything else that's going on in there. It's massive. And, you know, it's a sandbox game, yes, but it's chock full of content. The DLC makes it even bigger. I mean, the size of the game is amazing. Yeah, but it's you know, you know sandbox. why? You know why it is that companies are moving away from story? I mean, let's 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 look at it work. logically. Yeah, I mean, you know, you make a game like The Witcher Three, a Bioware game, a Bethesda game. They must spend like five or six years like building that, and you look at a game like Battlefield. Uh, the Star Wars one, Battlefront, like, they probably spent a year, year working on that. Uh, well, they're going to, aren't they? they yes, be a well, I one. Like, think I've heard a rumour somewhere that Battlefront 2 may have a a campaign mode coming as well, or story mode. Mm. So, again, another multiplayer uh, switching to to a story. Campaign, yeah. Because let's be honest, it's easier to actually test engines in there, it means that they get better FPSs. Because you're not having to render quite as far. And You've got a very controlled either. environment. It means you get really, really good, really fluid gameplay. I mean, I, because the machine doesn't have to process nearly as hard. A battlefront. I would love to see a battlefront story mode. Did they not release a story mode at all for battlefront? No, it's it's a it's basically uh, a shooter slash flight sim all-in-one kind of thing, but it's yeah. multiplayer. multiplayer. There is a, a local co-op for, I think it's two people, or there is a co-op mode, but it's 
little mini missions. Uh, um, so it's not quite what you're looking for in a no. in a co-op Star Wars based I mean, game. I mean, I'd love to play a Star Wars based game. Um, I'd love to play a Battlefront game like the old one, where you actually could get inside a ship that you saw. Like I, I just cannot like I, they, they, the hero there's tokens. just no way they could persuade me to buy it, right? Because there's hardly any maps. You have to pay loads of money for more maps. The you have to pick up tokens to get in a ship. Yeah, which it, I don't understand. Well, like it's, it's like the, I, I understand how it works because it effectively, when you get in the ship, you actually go up. I think you join into a. Uh, one of the flight mode games. But it's really lame. Unless, like, of course, what they're basically saying this. is... <laughs> what, we well, no, this. maybe what they're trying to say is, no, we're aiming towards games like, you know, classic retro games, like Turrican or Strider. Maybe they want to just give you quick action, slice them up kind of bollocks without an actual story. You're... you're new hero, just give them a cool sounding name, and some funky moves, and metrozoid their way through everything. Yeah, but yeah, then I mean, I, I mean, Maybe that's what they're up. aiming at. <laughs> yeah, but that's really not a big deal, because if they're going to be saving so much on their writers, <laughs> if they can put it into their development, surely... Well, I mean, let's look at it financially. I mean, you you know, you you can make a lot of money. Like Battlefront, um, Battle Star Wars Battlefront made loads of money, even though it got a lot of like more hardcore diehard fans complaining about the game. Um, it made loads and loads of money because it's Star Wars and the Force Awakens was coming out. What else is going to happen? Yeah. Um, like, the, the, there's only a few companies that are like, look, we can make our bread and butter from like spending loads of money and making story. But I mean, look at the risk that companies like Bioware, I, well, I suppose EA actually, but like, you know, Bioware is doing something that it's, will cost a hell of a lot more money than like Battlefront. Five minutes remaining, gents. Right. So let's just, uh, we just got a couple more things to talk about. So we've got like, uh, I don't know, Ezio Collection for Assassin's Creed. Like that's, that's kind of a HD remaster. Anyone interested in it? Not even remotely. I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed 2. I thought that was an awesome game. But do I want to go back and have to find all the little things again? In a slightly prettier <laughs> environment? Maybe not. I'd potentially give it a go. I just don't know if I've got... I've just got other stuff I'd rather be doing. Yeah, there are new I've games coming time. out. Why do I want to play an old one? If I was unemployed, like... I oh, because would. you want to buy a NES classic, surely! <laughs> <laughs> you want to waste your fucking life on that for 120 quid? Fuck it, no, 50 quid. I wouldn't pay 50 quid to play that No, but crap. it's a collector's item, isn't it? I mean, oh, and yet yeah, people are talking fantastic. about playing Ezio again, please. Yeah, but that's not that old. It no, I meant, I, meant, I meant the NES, sorry. I meant the NES as a collector's item. I thought I thought it was a bit of an unfair comparison because, like, you know, it's got a massive nostalgia thing yeah. for people. Oh no! What if they're talking about reboots? What do you mean? <laughs> no, never mind. Just leave that thought away. No, put it away. Hang um, on. I suppose I'll just reel off a couple of other stuff as well. Uh, so, Pokemon, like, there's, there's a few games coming out. There's uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon uh, <laughs> very soon. Walking Dead season three. 
which could be really cool, like the first one, so I'm pretty sure Spindles will be recording that for a Let's Play. Um, then there's a couple of others that um, Ferg and Dead have got to talk about briefly. Well, I mentioned Silence by Daedalic. I think I've covered that one, but there's Grim by Dark Legacy. Um, oh, sorry, Grim Dark Legacy, and it's based upon the Grim TV show. So if anybody's actually into those kind of things, uh, yeah, give that one a shot. Well, that could be an interesting... Kind of a, a Diablo clone for the game. Right? Yeah, it, it's got a Diablo-esque look to it. Top-down action beat them at essentially the storyline being that you play one of nick's um ancestors as he deals with the sort of more more medieval vessel storyline so yeah in a but it's all canon apparently this is going to be official storyline right. so enjoy it's got the grim logo all over it <laughs> no wonder the Grimms are so feared in the storyline, then, if one of Nick's ancestors just went through absolutely I think wailing this is... on hundreds and hundreds of vets and for, uh, like, 20 hours or however long the game's going to be. <laughs> well, in which, in which case, is Nick really kind of up to task on this? Actually, yeah, he's kind of gone... He, he's sort of nailed a lot of them. Actually, yeah, he, he the, the series he does kind of go through a shit ton of bad guys, he, he does and most work of them his way through them. Yeah, but not right. that I watched the show. Um, going on, and then we've got um, a dad uh, wanted to talk a bit about a new Lego pack. Yeah, the, I think. Uh, the next wave of Lego packs is out, um, which I'm looking forward to getting hold of. Um, you've got. E.T. Um, the other ones are Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Story Pack, so six level uh, film basically in Lego style. Uh, then you've got Gremlins and another uh, fun pack character from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Cool. And then um... oh, and the Sonic Pack, Sonic the Hedgehog Pack as well. I forgot about that one. Oh, that's pretty old school. Yeah, they have a habit of going. They seem to be going through old games as well, with each, yeah. in each year. So they did the Midway Arcade in the first season. Now I'm going to just very quickly, very briefly talk about World of Final Fantasy because I actually had a bit more time to play it. In which case, just to point out, bong, but go for it. <laughs> it's um, it's not done that badly actually, and. I don't know, my view on World of Final Fantasy is, is very much an acquired taste. Um, right. A lot of people get really pissed off with it, actually, because there's some really annoying... There's a very annoying character in it who, for some reason, has to put the in front of various words nearly every single sentence, <laughs> um, which which is a bit... You kind of want to throw yourself out a window after hearing it a few times. But um, I actually quite liked the gameplay, and I, I kind of quite liked... Um, the story, it's just, it's its for, you can tell it's a little bit it's immature. It's its for the fans and it's for a younger audience as well, because I think it's trying to get get kids, you know, into Final Fantasy, you know, younger kids. It's a different slant on it. Um, it's still, you know, it's good. It's, it is, it's, it's actually quite complicated, actually, but it's just explained and tutorialized very well and stuff, and its it seems quite fun, actually, but again, it is certainly a JRPG. Like, it's, yeah, 
It's a JRPG. Uh, a lot more probably than Final Fantasy Fifteen will be. Right. Okay. And is that everything? I think that probably. Uh, yeah, I think that covers uh, most of the. I've, top I've covered the uh, Fallout Four DLC. So should we jump on to? Uh, well, we've got a couple of discussions. Yeah. Yes. So. I suppose the big one is Steep uh, had an open beta. Um, I haven't actually had a chance to have a look at this. This came out on Steam very recently, yeah. and it's gonna actually it'll be over by the time people hear this. Um, so what what does Fergan Rami think about? Because you guys have actually played it, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to start, Ferg? Right. Un- my catch is that unfortunately, all I've been able to do is play for about an hour and a half on a friend's machine and we encountered a problem which was that about every five minutes into any active game time it would just crash straight to desktop no error codes or anything and uh, but this is an open online beta yes but um, it's simply an open online that. beta for a game that's coming out on the 2nd of December and it's an entirely... Ex- this is obviously just something that's going to be turning up. What I did play, though, I kind of liked, but I'm having a bit of a fun time with physics and jumping. Yeah. I, I just, I'm just couldn't get my head around the jumping. Yeah. It didn't I'm, give me any kind of tutorial. Oh, if you want to pull a, a cool flip in the air, kind of jump off, just do this. Nah. I'm just going to say, like, should we actually explain what Steep is? Because you're probably should. not making a lot of sense. Yeah, we, yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. Steep is a first person, well, fir- well first to third person, um, downhill, skiing, um, skate, uh, well, skiing uh, snowboarding, snowboarding, and wingsuit. Wing you can jump between any of the three sports fairly easily and uh, including parachuting I might also add because you can after you've wingsuited yeah and you need to drop your um, you need to drop your chute but also if you can get a fair bit of height with your wingsuit over a valley you can drop your chute and then just glide to wherever you want from one large peak to another and it's actually quite pretty the only problem was it kept crashing every few minutes so i was i was doing i was doing some trying to get some serious like uphill and then down to get some proper leverage to be able to swing through mountains but uh, it just kept on burning me well um i probably should have actually looked at some of the actual quests but i wanted to test the sandbox see if it actually was well i was <laughs> playing it on the xbox one and i didn't have any problems with any crashes at all the mountain itself is absolutely gorgeous and it is beautiful it looks like uh, they've probably given you maybe one mountain or a, a couple of base camps to, to go out in the demo but it, it strikes yeah. me that it would be a lot of fun if there's you and three of your mates all racing around this mountain together like finding the best paths but I did struggle with the controls certainly for the, the snowboarding it gives you little information on how to actually control the thing other than just point down the hill and that's about it. 
Um, I was expecting more speed. One of the most I actually did, though, was in the wingsuit. And that's yes. because you can switch to the wingsuit at any time. So if you're just randomly nothing to jump off and in the wingsuit, put it on, you can face plant in the snow. Absolutely <laughs> epic. And do basically a, a little snow angel there as you planted in the snow. It's like, oh, I'm just going to jump off this mountain. Oh, I'm flapping around like a fish on the floor. Brilliant. <laughs> That was, was that all lot. you did when you played it? Rather? Maybe just... not what they've gone for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the most. I'm going to test that. Snow Angel Simulator. Yes, yeah, Snow Angel Simulator. <laughs> it's got alliteration, I quite like that. But I could um, see how it would be fun getting a few of your mates on. But <laughs> certainly on the angels. Xbox One, it's $54.99. Now that's a lot of money, and I don't know whether it's. It's a lot of money to make snow angels <laughs> worth of fun. <laughs> yes. Especially considering how many other titles are coming out. Do you think they're rushing it for Christmas? Yes. Probably. I can't disagree. It's bad that. I think if they don't get it out before Christmas. People maybe won't buy it in the year. Yeah. The I don't know why they don't just spend another year on it and make sure it's good. The one thing that really kind of caught me from the word go was the idea is that this is beautiful, pristine slope. Yeah. And it was. And it's supposed to be, but the, the catch is when you're moving through the snow, I don't know, it just didn't look right at all. Did you try if you just what if you move slowly? That was spot on. All right, I'll give it a shot, but I, I wasn't sure about you know the way the snow was like. I was expecting more spray if I was turning. Maybe I'm just being no. I don't know what it was. I mean, the main complaint I've heard is that the is that the controls um, just feel clunky. Yeah. Uh, which is not what you want in a game that's solely about. Gameplay. As I say, the, physic, the whole physics feels a bit to get this odd to work to do something that looks a little spectacular. But every time, all that happened was I lost all my speed and ended up like maybe doing a tiny little bunny hop. And yeah, once he accidentally did a backflip and then lost all his speed, and again it's like, well, well, that's no good. I'm not racing down the mountain, seeing all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> I was trying to. Um, uh, I kept, mind you, trees. Trees are a problem. Yeah, they. They reduce my face. speed dramatically. I think that's because you meant to miss, like crashing into them somehow. <laughs> I, I managed to uh, not miss most of the trees on the way down the hill. <laughs> yes, same here. Oh, also in the wingsuit, those pylons. Jesus, what they look painful. <laughs> hey, you, it does feel awesome, however, when you fly right between a couple of the struts and then carry on down. Oh, yeah, that, at that point, that I wet myself laughing because but... I probably planted my face into it about 70 miles per hour three or four times already. And my, it, every time you go down like that, it's got... You don't. You never actually die. I don't think it's like you are going to hospital, mate, and then you respawn nearly instantaneously. 
And it's just like, I should really watch myself on that. <laughs> it felt very painful. <laughs> Some of the offhand comments you hear the guys say, it's just, I think there's a couple snuck in there just to be a little bit kind of warped. <laughs> I kind of like that. But yeah, it looks like there'll be plenty of content for, well, I guess people that like winter sports and adrenaline. But at the moment, the controls did feel clunky and... Not overly fun. <laughs> it, it's essentially GTA Online with skiing. With skiing. No, with skiing. That's essentially what this is. Oh, oh no, no. You know what? It's not GTA Online. Sorry, because that's got violence in it. This one, on the other hand, is more like um, this has no angels. Burnout Paradise, um, uh, uh, Paradise City. It uh, in the snow. Instead of in a car, you, yeah, it yes. all looks gorgeous. That's exactly what this is. I don't know. I, I just don't know whether it's worth all that money. I'm not convinced yet. I'm going to have a little bit further look through the beta online to see if any any particular updates come up. But if this is all going to see, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I want to hit this. No. But in that it. case, I'm really glad that I got to have a look at this beta online before actually paying money. Yeah, because I might have been tempted if I hadn't looked into it. Have they yeah. done the beta on the PS4 as well, Steph? I don't know. I just, I just haven't had the time this weekend. And I, I'm not... I was quite hyped to the idea of it originally, but yeah. then... I kind of, I already had the impression that, like, it's interesting that they've only just released news on this, and it's Christmas soon, and, like, it it just started making me feel a bit like this could be quite, like, a money grab. Yeah, it, it does and feel it is a bit U like Ubisoft, that. they often, like, kind of, um, a lot of, a lot of, sort of, image and hype, but not much substance to their games. Like, overall, I know that sounds pretty harsh. Uh, but I can't think of a Ubisoft game that I've really, really, really enjoyed. I can't think of a single one. The weirdest yeah. thing is Ubisoft has had a very big year. Because they've had The Division, they've had Rainbow Six Siege, they've had, you know, they've had all of this. I, oh. What a year Ubisoft has had yeah. for releases. Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, this has been a massive year for them. They've rolled something out in every quarter, maybe one to two items in every quarter. And all of them have been officially AAA titles. And mm. just to actually touch and on uh, all of them the have division, disappointed. because you mentioned that, we should have really said it in the news, the 1.4 patch survival for the division is coming out on the 22nd of November. Which I, I do want I don't to try care. and find time and get back to that and have a look at it. See, I don't care either. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just such a like it's it's kind of old news. The division. Like, I don't think anyone's really like. I, there can't be that many people that are. are, are I'd have to I'd have now. to check Steam. I'd have to check the Steam numbers on that. I, I mean, haven't actually, I, but I, I'm so not bothered. <laughs> I'm not going back to it. I actually feel like I've wasted my money now. And you know what? At the end of the day, I actually, I don't just blame the hackers on that one. The hackers did some significant damage, but they're not solely to blame for what the division actually made. I just felt like it was just a 
hey, listen, just run around, <laughs> shoot everything in third person. Here's an in, here's a, actually a remarkably bland mechanic, an entirely worthless experience system. Well, I've got to say they they have just released a patch with World Tears, and though I've not played it myself, I've just not had time. One of my friends has, and he has said it, it's just completely changed the game and made it a lot more fun again. But how many people are going to go back to it? Like, hasn't it exactly. already suffered? Like, it's it's kind of like it Is should it have too, got this right ages ago. You've, essentially, they're hoping that they can recover in the same way that a mamorka, <laughs> sorry, power of speech failing. <laughs> um, they're hoping that it's going to be able to recover the same way they would, like you know, a good DLC and. That'll be it. Yeah, That's but, what's going to change it. But the premise of the game sucked. <laughs> but it's, well, it's not just that. It's just that, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's only certain companies that can pull it off again. Like, I mean, Blizzard's obviously a big one. They, they Ubisoft like, clearly can't then at the moment. They've gone in entirely the wrong direction with absolutely yeah, but every also I think title. MMOs are different, aren't they? Because I think, like, the division's still fairly, like, Pick up it must play. have people still like, playing it. Yeah, but it's not the same as like an MMO. Like an MMO has a lot more triggers to get you addicted to it. Like it's 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 specifically like developed to kind of have little whatever you call them little points in the game like regularly where it's like ooh I've got a notification I've like sold my gold or my iron ore or like I don't yeah know, go like, back to I, WoW then. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, I mean, like the 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 only games company that's really pulled it off, like apart from Blizzard, is uh, Square Enix with Final Fantasy fourteen yeah, online. Yeah, fourteen. Which... They do have a lot of regular subscribers that are still all playing it, and it. But do you know why? Yeah, but do you know why? Like when 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 they released fourteen, it was like panned. It was absolutely crap. Um. And perhaps because of some, like, real Japanese kind of, like, cultural sense of, like, um, honour and embarrassment, they literally spent, they took it offline for a year or two yeah, and, like, and hammered it. it, fixed it, like, and re re-released it, yeah. and it was really good, but it was, it's, like, not many companies are willing to do that. No. To that level, like it's. I mean, that is an unbelievable story, actually, to see an MMO that was just absolute trash and panned by people come back like that. I mean, it is well, phenomenal. Well, actually, if nobody minds. This sounds like a topic for another week. However, uh, well, we we've just r r bong. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, we we've our second topic. Uh, something that we almost touched on during talking about steep. Yeah. Demos, where are they gone? I I, like I said, I'm so glad that I actually got round to seeing the online beta of Steep before it was released. Because if I'd paid 50 quid for that, nah. Nah, I would be raging. All we ever seem to see nowadays is uh, beta oh, tests for the, yeah, for the multiplayer. And not all of us want to play multiplayer. No. Yeah, but you, you know see, why that is. This is you know the why reason is. why early access is working. 
I'm I know, but do you know why? It is, because games stay in uh, early access and never get No, released. they're not. They're being released. Uh, actually, what else has just been released into version 1.0 that's been in beta for uh, in, in early access? Oh, sugar! Star Citizen. Oh, wait, no, they just had their fourth year anniversary <laughs> and they still haven't fucking released anything. They're a Kickstarter. Yeah, Steph, you can pay Enjoy. £200 for one of the ships. 200 Oh, well, that's a good deal. Holy shit. Just for a ship. Maybe I should sign my my whole fucking life's earnings away, like for the, my future earnings. Oh, a question about Actually, that. Actually, I'm going to quickly bring us back <laughs> on the topic demos. Sorry, demos. So, because yes. otherwise we are going to really miss the point of this one. So, demos. We're <laughs> basically no longer seeing a demo, and I'm. Here's the thing. Early access, obviously, we can always see what it is because we've already technically purchased the game and we get the updates. But if you're going to buy a AAA title, let's just throw a few big title names into the air. Like, oh, I don't know, Call of Duty. Or, okay, you're pretty much, ex you know what you're going to get with that one. But if it's something completely off the hazard, like, I don't know, the next Watch Dogs 2, for instance. Or Dishonored 2, for instance. Yeah. We don't know what they're going to be like yet. Okay, I kind of know what I'm going to get because I played the first one. But Watch Dogs 2, uh, sorry, the, the, I played the first Dishonored and I loved it. And I am really looking forward to playing it, damn the lack of money. But you know what? I've been let down by a lot of games this year, yeah. especially yeah. the AAA titles. Tom Clancy's The Division specifically. And I never got to try the online beta. I missed out there. Utterly. And I'm glad that there's a demo for Steep here because, as I pointed out, I would be miffed. Well, I think the interesting thing I was going to hit upon a bit earlier about um, the. Because uh, you just said demo. It's not actually a demo, it's an open beta. And I think, yeah. I think the wording is very clever because essentially it is a demo. But the word open beta is used in all these things to make you, as a kind of customer, feel like, oh, I've been included in the process of developing this game, and my opinion really matters. The reality is, like, only if it you play it, only if you are actually active in that community, and that's true of all of the titles, including the early access. You have but, actually got to get involved. But I'll tell you what, I also hate uh, that and buy the is, game is when essentially they give you a sort of demo, but you have to pre-order and pay for the deluxe edition to play X amount of days early, or get into a, an early kind of beta. Early access. I mean, again, I'm, we touched yeah, on early access. Me, but... Then again, you've already paid your money, so it's too late. The only games I've seen recently that have actually given any kind of demo, so you can play the game, see what it's like, are the LEGO games. They tend to have a demo when they're about to come out. The last one was The Force Awakens. But what's... I mean, what's the point with that? I mean, it's a LEGO game. It'll be exactly the same as the last ten years of LEGO games. Yeah, but they can just show off. Yeah. Why Why yeah, not? Like, they can do it. you love the game. It reminds you, and it's like, oh, actually, yeah. I'm, Here, I'm look, free stuff. <laughs> Here, look. <laughs> if you really like the game, you know, okay, you've played that demo. Do you like it? Yes. Go on, buy the game. Yeah. If not, just try the demo again, but we're still going to try and sell it to you, okay? Fine. As soon as I've got the money, I'll, I'll use the demo to actually buy the game. What? I obviously liked it enough, and it obviously works. It's worked in the past. Why isn't it working now? Well, oh, yeah, because no one's because... making any. Yeah, but do you think it's because 
uh, back when we were all a little bit younger, um, demos, you know, came in magazines. Most people got gaming news from magazines, and nowadays, it's all you know, online. You, you can, yeah, and you can, you can kind of watch uh, a lot of videos and games that you never used to be able to. You get a lot more information if you if you really want to study what's what's what the game's about yeah what's but there's out. a difference like, between watching somebody playing it and playing it yourself. yourself of course of, absolutely of course I mean, but i mean i you know I'm, the, I'm i'm just trying to look at why why has it changed well the ex the excuse that oh it used to be given away on magazines and nobody's buying magazines now that's not an excuse because everybody's getting their information from the internet so you put your um demo on the internet for a free download on your parent website for your game, it's just yeah, going to dr drive more, more people that, towards their products. Thing, one thing that's changed quite considerably is on the Xbox, on the 360, every single arcade game that released on the 360 had a trial mode, so you could at least have a go. So that's literally all of them. You could have a try and go, oh, actually, yeah, I do want to spend, like, the 10, 15 quid for this arcade-style game. Now, the Xbox One has done away with kind of these um, free, uh, well, the categorization of this is an Xbox arcade game. You just see plenty of games popping up. Oh, this is now out. And it will just randomly drop into the Xbox store but there's no longer any of these free trials. The only ones uh -huh. you tend to get it on now are these early access games where you get an hour free so you can have a look. Then if you want to keep playing, pay for the early access. And this is games that aren't ready. Here's a question for you. If No Man's Sky had actually given everybody a demo, do you think it would have sold any at all? What? It depends yeah. how long the demo is. If you just played the first Does it matter? Hour, would you have bought it? The first six hours of No Man's Sky were really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it would have done fine. Like, ah, I'm just going to throw that one out there. No, but it it would it would have done. Like, I mean, it would have been the whole game, but like, it it would work. Like, but this is the question. I mean, demos. Is that the reason why they died? Because they don't actually give a true depiction of what's going, what your gaming experience is. I mean, essentially, you could have the entire no. content. Of... I mean, I think, I, I honestly just think the reason demos died is, is specifically because um, you can get information of games online in mass quantities. Like, you can get loads of information on one game that's going to come out in a month's time. You can get absolutely shitloads. There's loads of YouTube videos of people that are playing it. There's like loads and loads and loads and loads of content that you can go look up about a game. Where there's like back in the day where there used to be loads of demos, like that was when you didn't really have like e like before the internet. You had like no other way apart from magazines. When you did start having the internet. A lot of people wouldn't go to these like sites that much. Where there's places like IGN and like other very popular sites, really like visited by a lot of people now. So well, you can get your information. Like yeah, but I don't want information. Yeah. I want to play it. Okay. Yeah. I know, yeah, exactly. but like they're not necessarily okay. bothered about no. people our age. They're more interested in like the the younger generation and like all they know is is the internet and the way it is. Like it's just the okay. Of time. Like let me throw you a new one then. In which yeah. case, why is it 
Good example. Why are there no demos? Ah, you know what? Smeg it. No, it doesn't quite work like that. Think of... Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Brain implosion. Ah, shoot. I've lost the plot. Never mind. Carry on. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be good to have demos, but I think, yeah. I don't know, like, I, I mean, I mean, some games are doing it. Like, I mean, Final Fantasy XV had, they had, uh, you would get a demo of the game, like, a couple of years ago when they released Final Fantasy Type-0. It came as, like, a little additional thing, and they kept updating that, so people saw a bit of change in that demo, and it was a whole area of the game. Then they released a kind of technical demo that everyone could download from the PlayStation Store. They've just released a demo which you can only get in Japan. Uh, with the first sort of 10, 15 hours. Well, I mean, that's Isn't interesting. It? Why have they thought that the that you know that that they need to release a demo in Japan and not in in Europe or America? Now Is I have because, my own views on that. Because that's the only market they'd give a damn about. Completely wrong. No, uh, it's because I they totally need disagree. to reassure the Japanese fans that this isn't an American RPG. Yes, exactly. I like I said, it's the only market they give a damn about. Not at all. Not at all, because... Of course it is! Look at it! Otherwise, <laughs> why would they check it out with everybody else? Okay, no. I think we don't understand about <laughs> Final Fantasy XV is that they have highly, highly tried to westernise Final Fantasy yeah. XV to suit a Western audience. The whole reason that game is open world, the whole reason that a lot of, of the environments actually have things like American diners in them as locations you can visit, is because they're trying to appeal to a Western market. And that's why the demo is much more important in Japan, as, as Rami said, to try and reassure Jap the Japanese that it's still a game that they would be interested in. It's not so Westernized that it will alienate them. Yeah. I mean, the... The, the sales campaign in the West for Final Fantasy XV has been phenomenal. Like, Absolutely every time I go massive. on YouTube... Yeah, like, I, I, they, they've got a film, they've got, like, all this other stuff. Every time I watch a YouTube video, every single day, I get a very short five-second video of Final Fantasy XV, and then it says X amount of days to go, and it's a new video every day, and every time I go on YouTube, I see that. Like, they're really marketing this shit. Like, yeah, they're hammering the West, but... So yeah. much so to the point they've had to release a 15-hour game demo to reassure their home audience. 15 hours. Well, I think, I don't know if it's 50. I mean, that, that, I might be wrong on that, but it's quite a big, it's, 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 a it's quite a big demo. intro. Yeah, like it's, it's a decent one. And I think it's a long game. It's a very long game. Like, <laughs> it's going to be a long game. But... And if you really want to play it, you can make a you know a Japanese PSN account and play it. I mean, you won't be able to to understand it, perhaps, but unless you, speak um, you know, you can check out the gameplay. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. None of us are seeing the demo. Yeah, but they have released like oh, two lovely. previous demos. Like they've already released two demos for yeah. the game. Like and and they've literally it's probably the most content ever released for a game before release about the game. There's like if you go on the internet, it's probably like thirty to forty hours worth of just um, playable footage. People to watch. playing it and talking about it and what's in it and like there's so much information on that game. It's it's unreal. Like there hasn't been a more honest developer about a game actually probably than Square Enix on this game. This is the most information you'll ever see on a game. Like it's phenomenal how much they've they've poured into letting people know what it's about. Yeah. 
You well, see, this is where I think Final tutorials Fantasy. need to be the demo. Final Fantasy Sorry. 15 and Lego. The only ones doing demos. Oh, and occasionally a sports game. Actually, yeah. just as a point, uh, Elite Dangerous, Frontier, and uh, sorry, Horizons, etc. Yeah, that's got a demo. Yeah, you can download a trial that. when it was in early access. I think you've got a bit longer now. Mm, I'm not convinced. Not on the Xbone, anyway. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I mean, you see it a lot with 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 MMOs that will let you play their their game free, um, but you you have to pay a subscription to get access to everything. Like, yeah, you there's like elements of demos, but it is in a very different way. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, I totally agree with you, Ferg. I I would like to see the old school demo come back. I would love to be able to like. Like, Watch Dogs 2, like, give me a demo, I'll give it a go, I'll have a look at it, but I'm not spending 50 quid on something no. that I think's more of the same shit, and it's not going to have any story, like, I don't, and I'm not going to give a shit about the reviews on it, because they hyped up Watch Dogs, the original Watch Dogs, and I paid money for it, and it was crap, and they said the story was interesting and blah blah blah, like, I can't be bothered. And that's why you should never listen to our, like, believe reviews. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And, but, you know... You know, always to, format your own thing. opinion, etc., etc., but in order to do that, pay out money, so... <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a, like... Vicious circle. I mean, I totally yes. agree about, about, about demos. Like, I would like to see them back, but... Yeah, but, I mean... I think... Even so much as, like, the arcade games and stuff, I used to buy a lot of the Xbox arcade games because I'd play the demo and then I'd go and purchase them. But now, it's a case of, well, I may have some screenshots to look at, a brief description. Occasionally, there's a video trailer. But not even then, every time. And it's like, well, why should I invest any money in this? <laughs> and so I don't. Actually, gentlemen, uh, I hate to say it, but uh, <clears throat> bong. <laughs> We're going to have to leave that one there. Um, but I, I just feel like there's so much more to say on that. Can I can see us maybe yeah. venturing near there again in, at a later date. Oh my word! Now we can see. This. I think it's an interesting yeah. topic, though. I think you know because I hadn't really thought about it until you suggested we have a have a chat about it. Um, and, and like, suddenly it makes you kind of wonder how demos in a, in a nutshell can actually be revisited. The one thought I'd actually originally had was, why don't they make it just the tutorial and introduce the story at yeah. the same time yeah. as a sort of episode? And if you like what you see, yeah, then you're going to go for the rest of the game. That's why most... Okay, good excuse. Sorry, I'm kind of breaking a rule here. Deus Ex... Human, uh, the, the Mankind Divided, yeah. if they'd actually introduced the demo as being the part where you're actually all fully powered up at the beginning of the game as a demo to absolutely everybody with a sniff of what actually goes on in the multiplayer like the online beta has, is going on with Steep, then maybe, just maybe, they could have capitalized on everybody knowing precisely what they bought. Mm. And I don't think that would have hurt a game like that because it was a bad, solid... Yeah. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I realised there were, um, uh, I realised that there were microtransactions involved in that game. So what? I didn't buy any. If you had, <laughs> more fool you. So 
so be it. And that's kind of all I had to really say on the matter. But demos, seriously, cool idea. We can make something with them. And on that note... Yes. We should wrap up. We'll see you in the near future. Yes. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. It's been the wonky gamer. Au revoir. Be excellent to each other. Have some sauce yourselves today. Take care. Have fun.